sent forth his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Psalm 107 verse 20. The message you're about to hear is a straightforward, down-to-earth and insightful teaching by Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward-Mills. Lady Reverend Adelaide serves under her husband, Bishop Dag Heward-Mills, as a pastor at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Lady Reverend Adelaide is a handmaiden of God and is privileged to have been used by God to pastor and to speak the Word of God, both nationally and internationally, to all ages and gender. She has a plethora of messages on many issues, experiences, and situations of life from God's perspective. Get ready to be transformed as you listen to this message by God's anointed handmaiden, Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward-Mills. Great woman of God by calling. And she doesn't need much introduction. I want us to rise up to our feet and put our hands together as we welcome Lady Reverend. Amen. Oh, do it better. Put your hands together. Father, your word says that unto you shall the gathering of the people be. This morning, we are gathered to no man and even to no woman, but unto you. Thank you for the privilege of being in your presence. Thank you for what you have done in the life of Sister Dora and the entire Victory Bible Church. Thank you for your faithfulness through all these years. Thank you that you have remained the same yesterday, today, and forever. Thank you for your mercy and your grace that has found us and found her too. And thank you for better years ahead. Thank you that everything that the palmer worm, the caterpillar, has eaten and the locust has destroyed, you, God, will restore. Thank you that you are a restorer, Lord. And this morning we celebrate her life. And we say, if it had not been for the Lord... Where would we be and where would she be, Lord? Thank you also for the privilege of standing behind this sacred pulpit to declare your word. I pray for a cleansing of your blood, for unction and for utterance that can come from only you. Holy Spirit, take over this vessel, this earthen vessel, and have your way. Your word says that where the word of a king is, there's power. Let the power of God be released to transform our lives this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You may take your seats. Well, it's a joy and an honor to be here. And um, I want to thank God for that privilege. And I also want to thank my husband, the bishop, for releasing me to be here on a Sunday morning. He sent all his love and his best wishes, Sister Dora, to you. And he gave me two of his latest books to present to you. 
It hasn't even been launched in the church. It hasn't even been launched in the church. So you are special. Now, I want to thank Bishop Takiya Boy, the man behind this ministry. I, I want to thank him for his faithfulness to the vision. You see, it's okay to start, but to continue and to endure is the grace of God. Thank you for still holding the torch. And being one of God's greatest generals in the country. God bless you. And thank you for loving my friend, Sister Dora. Amen. Amen. I want to celebrate your first lady. There's a sermon I preach called The Dilemmas of a Pastor's Wife. And um, as I've preached it, every week the Holy Spirit gives me a new revelation to add to it. That's not what I'm preaching this morning. <laughs> but I want to say that it is not an easy chair to sit on. And uh, when you look like, when you look at somebody like Vashti, so we should be to say Vashti, Queen Vashti. When you are in public ministry, when you have issues with your husband, it becomes a national issue. If you were called by your husband to a party to come and you didn't come, it wouldn't be a national issue. But when Vashti refused to come, the people who sat on it were the advisors, the cabinet ministers of their day. They sat on a domestic issue. Even though the king was drunk. And in law, if you do something under the influence of alcohol, it's different. If you drink in anticipation of what you are going to do, then you don't have a defense. But if you were drunken and then you did something, the law would be a bit uh, understanding. But not in the case of Vashti. Even her husband's drunkenness doesn't come up. It's not even mentioned. 
And because of her disobedience, the law of the land was changed. Legislation, they went to parliament and passed the new law. But you, you are a banker's wife, you misbehave. No law has been changed. Your, your matter is not said anywhere. Nothing is public. You misbehave to the nonsense degree. The pastor's wife behaved only one day. It's national headlines. Also, the pastor is the one who stands behind the pulpit to preach every Sunday. So he's holier than his wife. So the pastor's wife, she's even judged before she sins. If she's not flowing with her husband on a Sunday morning, she still has to come to church, sit in front, and receive as any sheep. It is not that she is pretending, but for your sakes, she has to uphold the right ideals. When she meets you at the door, it's not every time she feels like smiling. That's why she feels like breaking down to cry. But for your sakes, she says, how are you? Is it well? It is well. She herself is empty, but she's pouring into your life. When I do uh, minister's wife's conferences, the scenarios that come up, sometimes a pastor's wife, her chair is in front. If she misbehaves next week, it will go here. The other week, it goes to the back. And the other week, behind the wall. Some of them have been banned from singing in the choir. But you, you have misbehaved. Uh, every time the pastor is rather encouraging you. Oh, get up, cleanse yourself. It is well. You can make it. But it is a dilemma because she also has things that are celebrated about her. When there's a convention, the car park is parked. We have a special place to park. When there are no seats, we are assured of our seats, even if there's an overflow. 
And so many blessings come to us because of where God has called us to be. Some people love us. And even in the hot seat, some people wish we will push aside so that they sit on it. That is why you must celebrate your mother this morning. Hallelujah. Don't fight her in a hidden way. You don't see her tears. You don't see her prayers. You don't see her knees on the ground. Pleading for you. Interceding for our husbands. Because we are the best intercessors because we see a lot. But they are all unseen. And so I'm not surprised that Rejoiner had a vision that when he got to heaven, the thrones were occupied by praying mothers and children. Because the pastor's wife sees the husband's pain, his struggles, when he's low, when he's discouraged, she carries all that. And so I was very happy to see how you ushered your mother in. How smart your choir looks. And they sang so beautifully. How everything was so professional. And, and the MC who welcomed us. I believe that your mother is worthy of celebration. And I want to thank you, Victory Bible Church, for timely valuation. When Jesus died, the women went with spices to embalm him. But it was too late. The angel said, he's risen. He's no more here. And sometimes that's what we do with our men of God. And our women of God. We value them, but we value them only when they've passed on. So I want to congratulate you on honoring your mother while she's alive and she can see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That was part one. Bishop, I have five minutes left. Oh. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, this morning I'm preaching from Bishop Dagiwad Mills' book, He That Hath. He that hath. You know, Jesus said that he that has, 
he rather will have more given to him. Let's read Mark chapter 4 verse 24. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of you don't know where Mark is. But you know when Manchester United is playing. <laughs> but when demons come knocking on your door, it's not Manchester United. It so, is the word of God that will save your life. Are you there? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's not in the Old Testament, though. Mark, I was a pamphlet for Matthew, and now we come Mark. Yes, chapter twenty-four. Are we there? Okay. And he said unto them, "No, catch that one, say, take heed what you hear. Munya sheye, I want you to With what measure you meet it, it shall be measured to you. Susukru amudi susu onu Samson yedebe susu amamu. And unto you that here shall more be given. Namusu amuti ano bebre yedebe kamu. For he that hath to him shall be given. And he that hath not, from him shall be taken. Even that which he hath. This is a very strange phenomenon. You would often think that they will take from he who doesn't, who has to give to he who does not have. But Many times in the Bible is the one who has already to whom more is added. In the parable of the talents, the one who had one talent and didn't use it. It was taken from him and given to those who had and had even added more profits. This is because he that hath recognizes or practices some principles in his life that makes it such that it's added, he's added onto. There are many reasons for that. But this morning, I just want to speak about recognition. Certain things that we must recognize so that even what we have, God can add to it. Indeed, God visits and blesses his people all the time. But usually, when God visits, we don't recognize the visits. Luke 1944 says, you did not recognize the time of your visitation. So God sends many people in our lives, but we don't recognize that they have come or that they have visited us or that this is God's provision or blessing. And the reason is that they come in forms that we don't expect. 
Senti and say, a quiet answer, and so be a dirty woman, and won't any woman bemono, yen yin to move, yen may any a free so. Let's turn our Bibles to Mark 16, verse 12. I think we just came from Mark, so you don't have to go too far. <laughs> After that, he appeared in another form unto the two of them as they walked and went into the country. It's about the story of the two men walking on the road to miles after the death of Jesus. And the Bible says that he appeared to them in another form. They were so used to seeing Jesus in a particular state and a particular form. So now when he came in another form, they didn't recognize him. Some of you, for instance, may be so used to coke in a bottle. So if it comes in a can or in a plastic container, oh, this new coke that has come is not nice. You reject it because it is in another form. So many times God wants to bless us, but he may come in another form. Because he's a God who is always on the move. The Bible says in him we live and move and have our being. He's not always static in one place. And so sometimes, for instance, even a pastor's wife, you think she should come in a certain form. If she doesn't wear a blue scarf like women's fellowship, you cannot recognize a blessing. So I'm on a I don't think I said Barry, but just. <laughs> Some people think a pastor's wife should be able to sing before the pastor preaches. But God may bring her in another form. If you use that standard, I won't pass because I'm not a singer. But God can bring us in different and various forms. This great woman of God, Marilyn Hickey. She's somebody I'm privileged to meet often in Korea. And she's about 80 something. And Joyce Meyer is 70 either this year or the next year. And she said that when she was growing up, she was a pastor's wife. She was not a preacher herself. But every pastor's wife sang before their husband preached. Like how your beautiful choir sang so mightily this morning. And you know, I often admire singers because when you sing, you have to put yourself in the song. Do you understand? You have to express the song. And some of us, we don't have that gift. 
But she used to cry. God, when I go to every convention, every pastor's wife is a singer. And all that you have given me is to be a Bible study leader. God, I don't want that. I want to sing. Now tell so say she tried hard but she just could not sing and so her husband gave her a little bible study group to start and to preach to them and today she has a worldwide ministry and she's a teacher of the word of God but she felt the rejection in her church coming up in another form some people feel a pastor's wife should not preach she should be a baker some people feel a pastor's wife should not be a professional how can you be a lawyer and be a pastor's wife you are disqualified after people say that when lawyers die they are buried upside down the story is told of a man who was dying and then they asked him how do you want to die he said I want to die between two thieves so we don't have any he said call my lawyer and my accountant I want to die between them <laughs> So your, your pastors, wives, first ladies, different blessings that God brings may come in another form, but it doesn't mean it's not God. Some may be intercessors behind the scenes. They are doing great things in the kingdom of God, but they are intercessors. Some may be preachers, but they may not get easily tired like me. Me, when I preach small, I'm tired. Yeah, some may be more energetic, more dramatic. It's another form, but it's still God's blessing to you. You have to recognize the people that God brings your way. The reason why we don't recognize God's blessing when it comes in another form, for instance, in the story of Naaman. When he went to Israel, he said that I thought that the prophet will come out, number one. And I thought that he would just speak a word and I'll be okay. But Elijah didn't bother to come out. So go and tell him to go and wash. If it were today's pastor, he would lose all his sheep. He said, an important man has come. You are lying in your bedroom. You say he should go and wash in Kole Lagoon. You don't respect pastors of today. But that was his leading from God in another form. 
Obrim pombi abba sofo ni nchai. Nwa kache nseko. Labu nkole labu nubu neko tomu. A sofo mabana zomu mwadi eko. And as the people around him who counseled our master. Just do it. It may bring some good results. And that brought his healing. Can God bless you in another form? Amen. Amen. Another thing we have to recognize is that God blesses through other blessed people. Sometimes I have often even wondered why God uses angels. If you want to come and say something, say it. But he will use an angel to come and say it. And often he will use his messengers to transmit a message. If you want to talk to the children of Israel, just... Bellow from above and they will know that you are God. But you say it through Moses. God has always used men. God will always use your pastor your man of God, your first lady to bless you. Genesis 30 verse 27. Genesis Victory Bible Church, we have to recognize the people by which God blesses us. Laban was older than Jacob. He was his uncle. He was doing his business before Jacob arrived. He could have said, do you know the experience I have before I even employed you? But God had blessed Jacob in a special way. And in spite of all the things that Laban did, he recognized and said to Jacob, I have learned by experience. That God has blessed me on account of you. You can only learn by experience if you are somebody who contemplates your life and the steps and where God has brought you from. Some of you, you wouldn't have found a wife, but for this church. Some of you brothers, she wouldn't have said yes, but for the pastor and your association with him. So you have to recognize that because of this person, because of this relationship, because of Mama Dora's relationship with Bishop Takia Boy, God has blessed me on account of you. I have learned by experience. 
Eti esesanga kaka kaya di tumu ne ye wunye kase. Eye osofu oba ma kwe munti. Ye mamia oba ya kwe munti. O nyan kupon na mwonso. Ema mensu menya enshira. Eti esiye tumi ye miye nipe yonso. Neye di tumu ne somu ye. We only recognize what is physical. Nya that is why when you get an NDC contract you are happy to pay 10% immediately but the God who gives you breath who gives you life you have not learned by experience that yes, he has on, blessed you on, on account, account of the church and the pastoral care that you have. I have learned by experience. I have learned by experience. If you won't learn anything, learn by experience. I have learned by experience that God has blessed me and blessed my calling on account of my husband. And that I am not just a miracle that just happened. There is nobody like that. My husband trusted me and said, start a fellowship with five women. Start a fellowship in this home. Do this, do that. Even the name daughter, you can make it. He gave it to me. I wouldn't have thought about it. And so I've learned from experience that God has blessed me on account of Bishop Dagi Mills. <laughs> Who has God blessed you on account of? Some of us would have been in the mental hospital, but for this church and the way that we hear every Sunday. When you hear that somebody has gone on the ninth floor and thrown himself down, it's not because you are special, but it's because of the word that's proclaimed from this pulpit every Sunday. God has blessed you on account of somebody. What is say Obi a free abansu tente ashe formano? Why do you answer what the way you should be there be? I always say that the pastor's wife is like an unpaid assistant. Because what she does is not often public. For instance, if I look at my own life, if you are talking about standing behind a pulpit in my church, but the church members have to see that there's something hidden, something on the inside is working on the outside. And therefore, you should honor your pastor's wives. Some of, us, some of you, you fight us too much. 
And the fighting is not direct. You know women, our things, they are you will always greet the pastor you never greet his wife the wife is like a microphone or a flower pot you don't see her and then me I will call you and say oh Grace didn't you see me oh, my mind wasn't here <laughs> But when is the man, you remember his birthday, you remember to celebrate him. Oh, pastor, you've been a blessing to me. Oh, but Mama Dora, who came when you were in intensive care, in labor, in the, you don't remember. <laughs> I have learned by experience. <laughs> That God has blessed me on account of you. Recognize the fathers and mothers that God brings into your life. Most of the time, wealth is passed through even in families. Most of the time, wealth is passed and in the same way spiritual wealth or spiritual heritage comes from the fathers charismatics have the highest level of bastard children charismatics difficult to recognize fathers recognize mothers in the things of God we, 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 that's why we move from place to place we don't have any father we are just bastards but you have to recognize the father and the mother God has given you. Bible says, honor your father and mother. Some of you have been fasting 40 days and 40 nights that it may be well with you. Some of you have gone for deliverance so that you will live long. But Ephesians 6 says, Honor your father and your mother, one, that it may be well with you, and that you may live long in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. So some things, they are just. Spiritual principles that if you operate, they come in alive into your life. So sometimes it's not well with you because you don't honor your father and you don't honor your mother. It didn't say honor your father who is good. Honor your father who does right. Honor your father who looked after you. Honor your father, whoever he is. He didn't say agree with him, he says honor him. He didn't say don't say that the things he did are not wrong. He says honor him. And says honor your mother also. 
that it may be well with you. This verse didn't say only fathers or only mothers. Some of you, you love your mothers, but your father, to honor him is a problem. Time is not on our side, so we will run through fast. Amen. You also have to recognize, finally, the importance of the enemies God allows into our lives. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 8. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 8. Some of you sisters, you know where to find Mary Kay. <laughs> but you don't know where to find First Corinthians. Mary Kay will not take you to heaven, but the word of God abides forever. Amen. Which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Jesus was helped by the treachery and disloyalty of Judas. Jesus Christ's greatest achievement was the saving of the world through his death on the cross. And our Lord was helped to the cross by the betrayal of Judas. Judas said, I have betrayed innocent blood. Judas said, Sister Dora, sometimes the people that oppose us or are treacherous or betray us, it is God's way of bringing us to glory. When you look at Mark 15, 9-10, it says, but Pilate answered them, saying, Pilate, you are no can say, Will ye that I release unto you the king of the Jews? For he knew that the chief priest had delivered him because of envy. I didn't say the Bible said it. No, no, no. Even envy is a promotion that God uses to lift you up. Amen. Amen. Joseph was helped by the wickedness of his brothers. Paul's greatest achievements were, were his letters written from prison. He said to Timothy, remember me in my chains. But that is when all these powerful letters in the Bible were written. He needed solitary confinement. Sister Dora, in the days that are ahead, remember that all things work together for good to them that love God. All things may not be good. But all things work together for good. You see the watches seller, all her things are not good. The tomato is rotten. The pepper is rotten. But when she puts it together, it works together for our good. 
Oshe, mamu no to weche na, boko na prono to, tomanti sina prono. Nesu akani njia bomo no di yeshe tano na uti, udi di weche na, uti mi njia dieda. Paul was held by the messenger of Satan. So we are Paul who are your born samsuma phone in the buano. Because he came to the place that therefore now will I glory in my infirmities. Why? So that the power of God may rest upon me. Recognize that God uses your enemies to bless you. Daniel was held by the accusations of the princes of Persia. Job was held by the destructive attacks of Satan to become twice as rich. And all these people had something before, like Daniel. The Bible says that when they looked at them, they were not eating the food given and all that, but they had an excellent spirit. They looked so well and things were working for them and God added more. In conclusion, the Bible says that so long as we are on this earth, seed time and harvest, morning and night, and pa any anajo, day and night, sorry, summer and winter, they will never cease. Sister Dora, life will never be one season. Ma, abrabono enye sometimes will be day and sometimes will be night sometimes will be summer and sometimes will be winter but what will never change is Jesus Christ the Bible says Jesus Christ the same yesterday today and forever may we recognize the different seasons that God will take us through may, and may we flourish and bear fruit in the season and that will come only by recognizing some of these things that I've mentioned and I trust that that God who is able to make all things work together for our good that God whose faithfulness has brought you and I to this point that God who can turn beauty ashes into beauty may he keep you in the days ahead may he surprise you pleasantly may he do more than he has ever done for you and may the blessing of the Lord that adds no sorrow may that be your portion and as you have celebrated your first lady may the Lord remember you for the Bible says the Lord remembered the children of Israel Bible says what you make happen for others Ephesians chapter 6 verse 8 what you make happen for us 
God will make happen for you. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Stand to your feet, please. My lifetime. I will give God my lifetime. My lifetime, please help me. My lifetime. I will give God my lifetime. Is my gift God my lifetime? He will take care of me. He will never, never. Jesus as your personal savior. You want to say lady reverend. You want to say lady reverend pray for me. Every eye closed and every head bowed. You want to say lady reverend I'm not sure whether I'll go to heaven or hell when I die. But this morning I want to be sure. Lady reverend please. Lead me to Jesus. Every eye closed and every head bowed. You are here like that this morning. I just want to, you to lift up your hands high above your shoulder. Forget about who is on your left and who is on your right. Let your hands go high. Jesus is reaching out to you. And I want to pray for you wherever you are standing. I see your hands. God bless you. Lift them up wherever you may be standing. I want to pray with you. And if you've lifted up your hands, do one more thing for me. Come to me and give me the privilege of leading you to Jesus. Come to you, me, wherever you are standing. Come to the cross. Come to living water. Come to the one who can make a difference in your life. You lifted up your hands, I saw it. Come to me. And give me the privilege of standing with you in prayer. We are waiting for you. Come to Jesus. If I give God my life, come, come to Jesus. He will take Come to the cross. Come to the saving knowledge of Jesus. Prayer and mean it from your heart. You 
want to close your eyes and you want to say after me dear Jesus open your mouth and say dear Jesus this morning I come to you just as I am take my life and come in and be the Lord of my life I recognize that I'm a sinner but today I come to your cross and I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior thank you Jesus for dying on the cross for me thank you Jesus for rising from the dead because you live I can live also Thank you for your finished work on the cross. Satan, listen to me carefully. From today, I break every link with you. Christ has set me free. And I'm free indeed. Amen. Happy birthday and God bless you. This is the greatest birthday of being born again. And coming to know God. Happy birthday. Please follow this lady and do everything she says. You are born again. This is your home. Always come to church and grow in the things of God. God bless you. Shall we just share a quick word of prayer? Father, thank you for your word that has come to us. We pray that our eyes will open. Thy light from heaven will dawn on now, us. That we will recognize all the channels of blessings. That you make to flow in our hearts. And in our lives. Bless our lives. Repair that which has to be repaired. Make whole that which is not whole. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. It was great having you today. To find out more about the resources available by Adelaide Heward Mills, please visit the Vision Bookshop at the Kodesh, North Kanishi, or meet her on Facebook at Reverend Mrs. Adelaide Heward Mills. For prayer and counseling, please call 0243-187-900. You can also drop us an email at honeyonmylips at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, God richly bless you.